Welcome to SageCast, the podcast of Pomona College. I'm Patty Vest. And I'm Mark Wood. In these extraordinary times, we're coming to you from our various homes as we all shelter in place. This season on SageCast, we're talking to Pomona faculty and alumni about the personal, professional, and intellectual journeys that have brought them to where they are today. Today, we're talking with Assistant Professor of History and Africana Studies, Usman Traore, who studies the history of imperialism and colonialism in Africa. Welcome, Usman. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you. Um, So how are you adjusting to life in the time of coronavirus? Um, (laughs) Life life in cyberspace, sort of, really. Um, Yeah, I think it's a very, uh, um, this is a very strange and uh, plucked world of ours. Um, I think it gives me a, a, a time to uh, to think about everything else beside academia. Mm-hmm. Um, I am on sabbatical this year while I'm finishing uh, my book, my first book uh, um, dedicated to my research, uh, obviously. Um, so... I, I mean, this this very strange uh, time uh, not only allowed me to uh, to finish the book because I'm always, I'm on sabbatical, but but also to, to think about our world. I realize uh, now we are living in a planetary village. It becomes even real. So, in in my teaching, I bring a lot um, global perspective in my classroom. So, and I think uh, these. Uh, uh, period, this moment in our life we're going through, uh, helped me even to to think about that uh, how our world is really connected, and yeah, make even uh, true that we are living in a planetary village. I mean, for historian, this is a this is a this is, it's a strange moment, but it's also an, a period that helps us to uh, to think about our world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usman, you um, tell us about your a little bit about your earlier years. You your childhood childhood household was not only multilingual, but also you consider yourself multicultural. Um, can you expand a little bit on that, and how did those experiences shape your worldview? Um, I was born uh, in Senegal um, in nineteen seventy two. Um, my father. Uh, is from Mali, and my mother is from uh, Mauritania. So and so they come from different countries, and they speak different language. Um, and it was very interesting because I was born in a household where, um, since we were not able, to, we, since my parents were not able, were not speaking the same language, we adopted the language of the country we were we were born in. I mean, my 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 siblings and I. Um, so we we uh, we speak in the household of three languages, three different languages. So and whenever my cousins from my uh, father's side come home, we would speak uh, my father's language. And whenever my cousins from my mother's side come in the house, we would speak my mother's language. But uh, when we are uh, among among ourselves we would speak uh, another language. So that's how 
uh, we were raised uh, to, uh, to speak different languages. And plus, I was sent to school, my brothers and me, we were sent to school. And also at school, we speak French, but we do not have the right to speak French in the household because it was, it's, it, uh, my, my, my parents were not educated. They never go to French school. But uh, by by respect, we cannot speak French, and French also has always been considered as a language of the former colonizer. Mm-hmm. But but the French were now we were we were independent since 1960, but we kept French as a uh, educational language. So mm-hmm. I kept French uh, out of the household at school. So and in my household, we would only speak um, uh, Senegalese or Mauritanian or Malian uh, uh, native language. So, so you you grew up basically quadrilingual. Basically, yeah, we can <laughs> we, yeah, can we can say that. And um, you know, I, I'm I'm a big believer in the advantages of 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 you know that people who start off speaking multiple languages have. Have you found that that that's given you advantages in life? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's an excellent question. Uh, I never fall from that perspective because it's it's uh, it, for me it was not something very original or something very particular, because uh, most of the household in Senegal were uh, set up that way. Because mm-hmm. um, and 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 I am not. Uh, if I take a, a group of friends, uh, I can tell that I can find some who speak who speak who used to speak more than four languages. Yeah. So sometimes seven languages. Wow. Um, but but you are right. But uh, but and while I was growing, now I can looking back say, oh, maybe this kind of uh, setting um, um, helped me also to be well prepared for their um, for my um, yeah. I mean, help me to. Uh, how would you? How would I put it? Um, help me to yeah to to become yeah a multi. Uh, I think that's where the question is excellent because today if you ask me if you if you ask me my citizenship, I won't say I'm a Senegalese or I'm a Malian or I'm multi. I, I used to say I'm a global citizen. Mm-hmm. So and I think I was prepared very early on by being born in a house in a multicultural and multilingual, uh, yeah, multicultural household. Yeah, you're totally right, yeah. So you've certainly, you've added the English to that, of course. Um, how many languages do you speak now? Uh, <laughs> I mean, beside my, uh, my, uh, my African languages, my, I mean, now adding the, the French, I would say just about five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's about four more than, than most Americans, unfortunately. Usman, <laughs> um, tell us, um, so you have a joint appointment um, in history and Africana studies. Um, when did you discover your interest in these areas? Excellent question. Um, when I went, I, I think I... Um, I think it's it's from high school. So really, when I was uh, in high school, that I discovered uh, my abilities um, uh, in history um, as a discipline. Um, you know, when you grow up in a very uh, a poor country, um, the only way for us to travel was reading books. 
I mean, and I, um, I spend a, I spend a um, lot of time in libraries, trying to find libraries uh, in my, and, and it was not, it was not obvious to find libraries uh, at, in, in, in Senegal. I mean, when you come from a very poor country living in a poor, poor region, it's not obvious to have a library everywhere. Um, so, and yeah. it, it, for us, uh, in my region, I think it was a luxury, as it was some um, uh, some priest, some French priest, um, a missionary, uh, who opened uh, a library in, in in my hometown, and it allowed me to to go over there every Wednesday to read. And it, for me, it was another way uh, to escape, to travel. So, and reading books, I think that's where I discovered my uh, my passion my passion for history. And yeah, and I, I, I remember, uh, I remember my, my my school teacher always telling to my other uh, friend, hey, you, you, you should do like Usman because every time he he he, he, wrote, he writes a, 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 a homework, he always add the new information. He always try to get out of the box, <laughs> out of the topic, and bring. And I think I get it from uh, from all the readings I was covering in that uh, library. So and that's where I really uh, discovered that I have a passion maybe for history. And yeah. So did you know even then that that's what you wanted to do with your life? Or did, I mean, there's a difference between loving history and realizing I want to be a researcher and teacher. Right. And, you know, where, where, how did, did you have uh, mentors along the way? Who Not at all. Not at all. I was, my grades was really good when I was in high school, um, in history especially. Um, but when, when I got my baccalaureate uh, at the age of 18, um, I went to the university. But at the university, I decided to do a, a law. law. Mm -hmm. and, but after three classes, I said, oh, this is not, uh, this is not what I want. <laughs> so, and, 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 and I decided to go back to the history department and say, hey, I would like to do history. And <laughs> over there, I realized that uh, it was not easy because we were um, 1,000 freshmen in history, mm, 1,000 oh, wow. freshmen, mm. and it was very, very, very selective. Um, but I didn't have a choice. Okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. So, and I remember we were 1,000, and at the, and it's a very selective. Um, and in Senegal, you know, it's not like it's not like here where you you can have the. Um, how do you how do you because I will give you a, a, a kind of hint. Uh, the university, the capacity of the university was uh, 25,000 students. That's the capacity, the size. But we were 50,000 students. So every year they have to cut. So if you fail, you are, you are expelled. Mm. So, yeah. but since I wanted to do history, I said, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I will, I, will, uh, I will take the challenge. And I, I decided to go to history, we were 1,000. And in the second year we were uh, maybe 600. And in the third year we were, I remember, uh, 30. And in the last wow. year, we were, four year, we were 15 to graduate. Oh, wow. So it was wow. very sad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's also a way to, to say that you know, education is very, is, very, is very expensive. Not expensive in the sense of money, but in sometimes you need, you need to have a little bit of passion of, uh, and luck, uh, but also you need luck. If even you can be very talented, but if you don't have luck, sometimes you can be left out. Yeah. And I have many friends who were really, really good, and they were left out. Unfortunately, that's how it worked in poor countries. Mm -hmm. So, and education is a luxury for us. So, and I think uh, from that, um, 
I became, I mean, yeah, I became historian because I was, I was lucky enough and to, to be, to, to finish my college and, and continue to, uh, to further my education in history. Um, Usman, so you've told us how you found your love for history. So then how did you find your way into academia? After three years, uh, after four years at, uh, uh, in college in Senegal, uh, when I finished my fourth year, I was able to put some money, uh, to save some money. And I told my friends that I'm still very hungry. I need more. I, I, I'm not, I, I will not uh, stop my studies. I would like to further my education. I would like to go to, to France to further my education. Um, I would like to, to do a, I would like to, to go to a higher education. I would like to get a doctoral degree. Um, because usually when you finish your fourth years, many of my friends, many of my peers, you just, you, you will become a, a, a teacher or a professor in high school. I don't, that's what I wanted. I say, I would like maybe to further my education. I would like to push more. Mm -hmm. um, um, so I, I contacted some French universities. Um, they sent me uh, an application. I don't know anyone in France. You don't have a grant, but I was dreaming. I was dreaming big. I will go. I don't know anyone in Paris. I don't know anyone in France, but I have to go. So I, since I saved some money and I get some, also some, uh, some chunk of money from my family, um, and a, a small amount of money from, sorry, a small amount of money from my family, I decided to go to Paris. So I get the visa, everything was ready. And the day of my travel, I went to the, uh, I went to the airport um, and I realized that, wow, where am I going? I, this is very complicated. I, didn't, I don't know anyone in Paris. I don't know anyone in France. What I'm going to do? Um, and That's I only a big have jump. My, huh? It's a big leap. It's a big, yeah, it's a big jump. So, and I didn't have also enough money. I only have my flight ticket. So I, I remember I was in a line, lining to, uh, to, uh, uh, to register my, um, uh, my language, um, to check my language. And there were two young uh, boys in front of me in the line, and they were uh, they were in a conversation. And all of a sudden, uh, one of them uh, told to his friend, uh, says, "Oh, look at that guy over there. He's the pilot of the of the Senegalese president. Maybe the president is traveling today." So I heard that from that conversation, and I just I I I worked towards that guy they were talking about. <laughs> And I introduced myself to that guy. I said, hey, um, how are you doing? I heard that he was uh, the, the pilot of the, of the Senegalese prison. Say, so he told him, yes, I am. What do you want? Say, I'm going to Paris. Is it possible to have a lift? Is it possible you to have a ride? Because I only have my ticket and I don't know what to do when I arrive in Paris. So if you if you give me a free ride, maybe in, in, once in Paris, I can get reimbursed and, and use my money to, to survive at least a month because I'm going over there to further my education. So the guy looked look at me and said, so, okay. <laughs> say, okay, all right. Uh, okay, young boy, can you wait uh, 30 minutes? I, I'll be back. So, and I was waiting and then he left and came back later and said, hey, uh, come with me. So I took all my stuff he, and he brought me inside and, and, and that's how I was able to travel for free. 
And that day, that was not the president who was traveling, but the, the, the wife of the president. Oh, so wow. I traveled to Paris for free. And once I arrived in Paris, the same day I was able to go to, uh, uh, to the agent, uh, agents uh, where I bought my ticket as a, uh, the French, uh, 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 the, the French uh, plane company or whatever. So they were able to reimburse me the, the, the ticket. And that's what I used to live at least a month. So that's month. how you survived. That's how I survived. So you weren't kidding about luck. Wow. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Luck does play a role, doesn't it? Right, right. So and but luck anything, and persistence and and if a little you don't bit of ask, daring. you don't get. You don't get right, right? <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, that's I I am I, I still remember that moment and for me it was very helpful. That was a kind of something yeah, sometimes you ask someone it can open a door for and, and, and help you to to start a, a, a bright future. I will never yeah. forget about that guy. I will never forget about that guy. And I wish today I always he's in a corner of my head. I think mm-hmm. uh, some uh, some someday if I go back to Senegal, I used to go to back Senegal now every two years. But I, in the in the corner of my head, I would like to go and visit him. Say, Do you remember? Do you remember that young boy you helped yeah. in that airport? Uh-huh. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know his name? I know his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know his name. Wow. So I will definitely do that. So we. I mean, this story is too interesting to interrupt. <laughs> let's let's. Now you're in Paris. You're surviving on on the money that you got back from your ticket that you didn't have to use. Um, so where did you go? What I mean, what what university and how did that work out? So usually, uh, when you are in Senegal and you would like to go to France to further education, you have to look at the map, or and you have to ask around, and you have to make sure that uh, the 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 city you will be choosing for your university, you make sure that there are some Senegalese community over there. Yeah. So sometimes, if you when you arrived, you can get help from them. They can mm-hmm. host you in their tiny room for a month or three months and until you get a room to rent and start your life. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's what I did. So I have some people I know. I mean, when I arrived, I know that there was a small Senegalese community who were uh, a small uh, Senegalese uh, community. You know, they were students. So, and uh, I was able to, to play and, and get hosted by some of them in a campus, so share their tiny room in the campus uh, until I was able to, to have my own room. So then yeah, you went to the University was, of Paris? Yeah, it was, not, it was uh, uh, 200 uh, kilometers from Paris. It's in northern Paris, uh, the okay, city yeah. we call Lille. Uh, yeah, that's, so that's where I started my university um, yeah. Um, yeah, in Lille. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I spent um, maybe um, uh, three years, three years over there. Um, um, and after three years, it was very complicated. I didn't have enough money. I have to uh, to work hard um, beside uh, continuing my, beside my studies. And so at a certain point, I was I was really tired. I said, okay, maybe I should stop now and find a job or. I was a little bit. I was a bit. I, I was a little bit lost because I haven't yet started my 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 doctoral uh, my doctoral um, studies. So, but I remember after uh, uh, in two thousand. I think it was in two thousand two. So I have to make a decision. 
Um, now I get my 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 master degree. Uh, I was now I was ready to start uh, my doctoral uh, my 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 PhD program. So I have a conversation with a professor in Lille, um, at the University of Lille. I told him, okay, I would like to do this uh, a topic on uh, for my PhD. I would like to start a, a PhD dissertation, but my my topic will be. Um, the I, I was this is a very key moment because I, I never thought that I would be interested in writing in, in doing a PhD focusing on the Atlantic slave trade, the slave trade. So because I grow up learning about the topic mm -hmm. since the prime since primary in primary school, high school, we, we always talk about the slave trade, the the, uh, the Atlantic world of slavery. Uh, the trans-Saharan trade, and this is a kind of a flash. Say, okay, I, I I need to know more about. I think I don't know. Maybe I, I met this black diaspora um, in 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 France. Maybe that's that what really prompted uh, the idea to do uh, a topic on slave trade. But but I was really interested in that topic. Um, but I was, I I I stay. I think I, I took a, I took a, a, a moment to think about how would I uh, start a project, uh, a doctoral project on slave trade because I, I felt that we we covered that, that we, when you grow up learning about the topic you, you felt that you you covered everything about it but I really I realized that something was missing they they was a, a missing link and I was really interested in uh, in knowing so. What was the the the, the position, the, country, the the position or the responsibility of Africans in in that very traumatic um, episode mm -hmm. of our history? Um, so, and I have a conversation with this with this professor at the uh, at the University of Lille. Say, I would like to write on this topic, but this is the approach I would like to use. I would like to learn more about the slave trade, but by using international relations approach hmm. yeah and and I remember that conversation was very tense because he did not like he said no 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 we cannot talk about international relations when it comes to Africans because they they were kingdoms they were villages we cannot talk about and I, I the, the conversation was very very short I said okay you know what we, I, I will stop our collaboration here I, I don't think that I would like to work with you so and I decided the same year. It was very late, but I decided to apply for the uh, uh, I, I decided to apply for the Sorbonne University and mm -hmm. uh, and the uh, 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 science uh, science science in Paris. Mm -hmm. So I sent an application to the uh, uh, I I, a, uh, uh, I started an application. I filed an application for the Sorbonne University, and I was admitted. So and I decided to move to Paris. So once at the Sorbonne University, I met a professor who was able to accept to work with me on that topic. So, and yeah, I think it was a very key moment and I, I really wanted, I was, I was, there was a kind of uh, uh, hanger to, uh, to, to understand uh, the role of Africans in the Atlantic slave trade. I really wanted to know. So, and I decided, so since I was admitted at the Sorbonne University, I decided to start that that topic 
and that which topic will became my and is now my specialty. I mean, it's it's um, it would be hard to find a more important topic in sort of explaining how world history has evolved. Um, right. I mean, it, it that you know the slave trade in Africa has touched every every country uh, right. just about in, in the world in in how it's uh, how it's evolved and how cultures have evolved and i i mean it's a it's a really key moment in world history right right so that, that that's exactly what i wanted and, and i think this 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 pandemic we we i mean this period this black world we are, we are in now i mean even make even more true uh, the approach I, I use at that moment because I, I really I was I, I, I saw the Atlantic Ocean as a kind of uh, uh, opportunity for many African uh, countries kingdoms located on the on the coast um, to take advantage of it to build their their, their ethnic state their their ethnic state that's how I call it that's the word I use so I was I think I was really uh, driven by the by that idea, uh, how did they, how did they see the Atlantic Ocean? How did they uh, see the arrival of, of European on the on the coast? So that's from there. I, I just I, I decided to say, okay, you know what I'm gonna do now? I will stop reading all the secondary sources, all the books, and I will uh, I will take advantage of being here in Paris to use all the archives. So I spend uh, six years of my life, or even yeah, seven years of my life, digging in the in in the French archive, and that's that's also the best part I think in my life because being in Paris, and having access as a Senegalese boy, having access to all these primary sources dated from the 16th, 15th, 17th centuries, mm -hmm. and and even to to tell you to give you a, an anecdote how it, it was so important for me, I discovered. Even my my, 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 my my most interesting traditions, all the names. Today, my two daughters, the name of my two daughters, you cannot find those, those names. When I gave those names to, uh, to, my, to my daughters, my father was saying, what are these names? And I told, this is, uh, this is the real African names. And these those names, I discovered those names in those archives uh, mm -hmm. uh, kept in Paris. Mm -hmm. So I came across those names by by digging uh, in those primary sources. So, yeah. And even sometimes my family, they have, a, they have a hard time to pronounce <laughs> the two names of my daughters. But I think that this is a real African names. You know? what, so, what other names? So the first name is Sasundela. Sasundela. Beautiful and, name. Yeah, Sasundela. And Sasundela was a daughter of a king I'm interested in, um, a king who uh, is very, uh, very central to my, to my topic. And that that her daughter, his daughter, Sasundela, was a kind of uh, was a diplomat. So mm -hmm. I'm 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 also interested in how women in the 16th century, 15th century, 17th century were really played a, a, a very important role in African history. Became diplomat, mm -hmm. and so playing the role of diplomat, playing the role sometimes negotiate when negotiation between Europeans and and and, and Africans uh, became. Uh, met some hurdles or became difficult. Sometimes women uh, were able to uh, to contribute to 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 to, to, uh, to appease, if you if you if you if you if you allow me the word, those the, the, the conflict and the relations between Europeans and 
and, and Africans. So I'm very interested in um, women and diplomacy in my research. And so in being in Paris, digging in those archives also helped me to understand better the, the history of women also in, in, in West Africa. And the second daughter? And my second daughter is Ganya City. Ganya City also was a name I discovered in those in those archives. Um, um, but still, people know more about Ganya City. So, and also my, my wife is is is, uh, is an American, uh, and also she was also in love with that name. She also discovered even uh, before meeting me. So yeah. she discovered also <laughs> that name in a. Uh, in a movie uh, she watched when she was uh, in uh, in college in Berkeley. So, yeah. Yeah. beautiful names. Thank you very much. Usman, how did you find yourself to your way to Claremont and to Pomona College? So the the, the experience at the Sorbonne University was great. I spent this, my seven beautiful years in Paris at the Sorbonne University. Um, doing this amazing topic, digging in this in these this, uh, informations, um, and after I defended my uh, my my doctoral degree at the Sorbonne University, um, I decided um, to go to the United States. <laughs> All my friends were, thought that I was I was crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, now your friends probably thought you were crazy when you decided to go to Paris, right? So right, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a tradition with you. Yeah, exactly. Because we, I mean, you can you can see the way I speak English. It's very hard for us because you grow up in Senegal speaking uh, French, French, and your native language. And then in France, you, in France, you guys know that French people are not very good in languages. So and and I don't even say in uh, uh, in English. So. So I didn't have any English. I didn't have any English. That's why all my friends thought that I was crazy. I said, what are you going to do in the United States? I will go over there to teach. So, um, and, and I applied, I, I, I sent some applications. And in 2012, uh, Lewis and Clark College contacted me and they have a visiting position. And they wanted to invite me for, for six months. And I didn't have any English. I said, okay, well, but I will go. <laughs> that was, that, <laughs> that was like crazy. That was, I think that was like crazy. When I arrived, uh, when I arrived in Oregon, in Portland, which is a beautiful city, this is a, that's the first city in the United States where I really spent time, leave. Um, yeah. uh, it was very rainy, but a very, very nice city. <laughs> I was always dressed as a Senegalese guy. The rain is always on. So, yeah, but it was, it was great. <laughs> So, and when I arrived over there, I remember even three days or a week because I was working on my visa while in Paris and I received an email from, uh, from the secretary of the department. Uh, he, she, she wrote an email, she sent me say, asking for uh, the recommended book, recommended book and required book for my, for my, for my classes. I say, uh, can you send me your recommended and, 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 and requested book for, for your classes? So we can, we can we can buy them from the bookstore, but I didn't know what was book, what bookstore mean because Crocus <laughs> has this library. Right. So I, yeah. I, I sent her a list of forty books. <laughs> oh no! She told me, "Are these the required and recommended books?" I said, yeah, yeah, that's what they. Yeah, that's what they. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is beginning to sound like a tough class. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, she's, she's sending me a nose that sent me a nose email saying, oh, this is a very long list. Say, yeah, but that's what they need. So, <laughs> only bookstore, bookstore means library. They can, yeah, uh, right. In the French system, you don't it's, buy books. You yeah. just yeah, it's a library and yeah, and borrow. You go read them, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he, she told me this is the book for your syllabus. I don't even know what syllabus mean. mean. So, okay. yeah. so when I arrived, so, <laughs> so when I got uh, Lewis and Clark, um, the semester already started. And in my first class, I showed up in my first class without syllabus. So, and I started my class. But students were looking at me very, they were, they were something I felt in, in, from students. They were looking at me like, what, what is he doing? So I just, I just started my class. And at the end of the class, they all, they rushed to the department and, and they told the, uh, the chair, oh, this professor did not provide us with a syllabus. And the chair come to, came to my office and said, Osman, did you provide students with a syllabus? <laughs> What is the syllabus? I don't know what is the syllabus. <laughs> so, so, so she and she, she explained me that oh, you know, in the American uh, system, you have to provide a syllabus. Okay, so now I have to build a to create a syllabus right now. Okay. Well, so so that was, but yeah, but 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 but, but I think that was a great experience uh, to have that invitation from Lewis and Clark for six months, and that was uh, those those six months were was 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 great. My English was not was not great at that moment, but students were very. That's what I admire from from American students. I mean, I don't think it would have been possible uh, to go to to to, to France and teach uh, in a in a classroom without mastering French very well. I think people won't be even that tolerant. And but I felt this this, this American student was very patient, and they you know they. They, they <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but they were patient and and, and, and I really appreciate it. So um, it, it was very hard. Sometimes you, you have to, you would like to explain something, but it's very, it's, it's, you, you learned all your science in, in French and now you have to explain yes. it in a, in a northern <laughs> language. That was very hard. But oh, it was yeah. a, yeah, I spent a beautiful moment over there. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful um uh, stay six months, uh, and after six months, they 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 wanted to give me more, and I stayed uh, roughly uh, two years and a half. Louis and Louis and Clark College, yeah. And then, is, did you come to Pomona from from Lucy Clark? After two or years, and, after, after two years and half and half, I was I was I think I the system was very the system was was very comp was very complicated. This was, I, I, I needed to take a break, say, okay, uh, I, I need yeah. to go back to Paris. <laughs> um, yeah. Where yeah. they don't have a syllabus. That syllabus stuff yeah. is just... Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's syllabus, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but I realized also that United States and uh, higher education in, in, in the United States was the place where I would like to be. Um, because I was, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on the Atlantic slave trade uh, discovering also um, because it's a, it's a, it's an ongoing question for many Africans living in the continent. What is our history? What is our the, uh, the uh, what is our history? Our common history with the African American with, with African Americans. So when you come from the continent and focusing on the history of uh, slavery uh, in general, you you want to to know more 
about uh, uh, the commonalities between African diasporas and Africans uh, from the continent. So mm -hmm. you would like to know more about that history. You would like to know more, um, um, you know, the the, uh, the job of the historic of the, of, the his, of, of, his, uh, of of our, of historians is to um, uh, to understand the past, uh, to 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 understand to document the past, understand the past, try to 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 have a good guess about the past because it's very hard. Uh, because we, we used to say that the past is a is not a foreign country, but maybe people were doing things differently. But you want to know more about that. I think that's uh, those yeah. questions I would like to uh, uh, to resolve. Um, and today, that's what I teach in my classroom and having being also now. Um, in the United States, teaching and always having in my classes uh, Afri uh, Americans from different backgrounds and talk about those topics help me also to uh, to know more about my history and my past and the connections between the Americas and Africa. Yeah, so I stayed uh, two years um, at, at, at Lewis and Clark, and then I got another offer from New York, uh, Wagner College, and I moved. Uh, I moved back very shortly to Paris, 15 days. After that, I, oh, I would like to go back to, to America. <laughs> so, so I came back to New York where uh, at, Lewis, uh, at uh, Wagner College, and I taught at Wagner College for four years. And after four years, um, um, I decided to uh, maybe to, uh, to, to uh, um, I, 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 I discovered the offer, an offer, uh, job um, uh, 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 um, a job offering a, job, a position here uh, at the Pomona college uh, and, and and the position was very interesting because it was a, a position on African history and African and Africana and and this is this is a dream for when you are African focusing on uh, on the Atlantic slave trade and being from Africa so it's a dream to to be able to be in a, in, in a department where you can focus on African history, but also where also you have to deal, um, to focus also on Africana studies. So for me, that was the key. That was the, the, the apex of my research, uh, to be in a place where now my, my own research uh, now will, uh, will add uh, the, the African Africana studies uh, uh, aspect. So that's why I think uh, being a, uh, coming to Pomona was uh, a key um, a key moment of my of my um, of my scholarship and of my career. And now you're on leave, working on your on a book. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your book? So this is a book now that uh, will. This is a book that will. Um, bring my contribution to the field. Um, I know that many of my colleagues <laughs> um, in the in the other uh, American universities are waiting so to see my contribution because I I have a huge network because being in the United States you you participate in these conferences international conferences and you met this great historian and um, so um, this book will. Um, We'll present to them. We'll give them my position in the history of the Atlantic slave trade. So, and the book is uh, uh, is about uh, a small community uh, in West Africa, uh, northern Senegal, where I'm from. So, I am interested 
in how that community were able was able to um, uh, how did that community position themselves in the uh, or itself in the Atlantic slave trade? It, it, it was a very tricky uh, they, because they, the location of their of their kingdom was on the main uh, uh, main routes of the slave caravans. So their kingdom were used by the by African slave traders and by European slave traders uh, to um, to take the slaves from the hinterland to the coast. So they so this, their position was very very complicated. So they have to and they did not they resisted uh, they resisted the Atlantic slave trade, but they did not have the means to really fight against it. So I I, I was interested how they what kind of uh, what kind of uh, resistance or what kind of uh, how can I use their their position or their their participation in the Atlantic trade to, to, to frame new paradigm of resistance? So they use, for example, tax uh, tax barriers, sometimes military uh, means, but at the same time, um, they use, for example, diplomacy as well. So it's uh, I'm trying to understand those that kind of uh, uh, very complicated situ situation uh, they were in to uh, um, they they positioned themselves in in that in that in that traffic. So so that's that's what the book is about because they, they are not there is nothing that was written about them. So and I I, I was just curious about their their history because uh, as I said while being in Paris. I discovered those documents in Paris because I, in Senegal, I never, I never, I, 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 I never learned nothing, and I never learned anything about that community, mm -hmm. and so that's I discovered their history in in Paris in these uh, in these documents kept uh, for for more than um, now five centuries or even more. Sorry, I mean, yeah. yeah. So and I wanted to to know more about their their their, their history. So and yeah, that, that that's what the book about. So, if you wish to make it uh, to, uh, to to summarize it very very quickly, I, I when I I have a, I have two books. I'm working the, in the, on this book now, but there is another one pending. So one book is focusing on the uh, the diplomacy from below, how people from below uh, position themselves in the Atlantic sector. How did they? Uh, how did they react to that language? And another book uh, pending now. When I am done with this book, I will I will I'll continue. I'll start the, the other one, and the other one will be about the elite, how the elite also take advantage of the Atlantic slave trade. So I would like to look at those two perspectives. I don't know if it doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. It's, and now that I, will I'm be required I'm, reading. I'm looking forward to reading them. Actually, <laughs> I will give you guys a copy. Are you are you writing in English or in French? Great question. Uh, um, I mean, the book, is, uh, both books were uh, are based on my PhD dissertation at the Sorbonne University. Yeah. So, and it doesn't make sense because I, um, to tell you the truth, I think being at, and I'm very this is this is, this comes from my heart. Um, <clears throat> I think Pomona just really I discovered. I will give you an example, a very quick example. I have a seminar uh, uh, on slavery every year during the spring. And it's on slavery. It's, uh, 
uh, it's, it's called uh, Transatlantic and Trans-Saharan Slave Trades. And this seminar, it lasts three hours. And we read uh, every week 150 pages. And one day, students come to see me and say, we need more pages. Because this is, this is a common way I discover sometimes. <laughs> you don't need, when you're a scholar, you would like to, to you, you can be a commoner. When you're a commoner, you know, when you're a professor, a commoner, you can be a great scholar and a great teacher. So because most of, of, of professors who, who are in some university dedicate only to research, you know, sometimes they don't care about teaching. They just do research because they are more, but here, commoner, you do research and you, you, and you have the teaching and you have the good students sometimes, the students, the good, the graduate students is a good discussion you can have with graduate students in, in a graduate university. You can have even better at all. So <laughs> to, to tell you the truth, I mean, even the students today, um, they, they, they shape sometimes the ways in which I approach that book. Because the book, the way I wrote that, uh, my dissertation at the Sorbonne University, now for, for the four years I'm, I've been teaching at Pomona, now the book takes another shape because of these discussions I have in the classroom. And this is, yeah. this is and I, I, I really, what I'm saying here comes from my heart. When you, you, when you are a scholar at Pomona in a teaching, it's, 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 you can have a blast. You, you can, every time after three hours discussion in seminar class, I, 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 go back, I go home and say, I told my wife, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, this was great. <laughs> this was just amazing. So they, they make the professor even smarter. They're, <laughs> they're as hungry yeah. as you were. Huh? So they're as hungry as you were. Exactly, exactly. That's what is great. That's what it is. So, so that's why, and, and also they changed, they totally changed my mind from publishing my, my book in French. It doesn't make any sense. So I, I and, 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 and yeah, I was able to translate it, uh, the manuscript into English. Um, and it will be published in English. So students at Pomona will have access to the book, but students uh, also in the United States at large also will have access also to my, to, my, to my scholarship. It doesn't make any more sense for me to publish in French. But I think in the near future, I, I, you know, I have this, <laughs> sorry, I have this kind of relationship to, to, the Fran to French, but I think I will, uh, since I'm teaching here and working here, I will publish my more in, in English. Any yeah. plans of translating into any African languages? Ah. Unfortunately not. <laughs> this is, this is the, the, the complexity of the continent of Africa. Because the, I mean, when, even when I was in college in, in, in Dakar, in Senegal, we, we, we were required to take some African languages. But even African languages are not really highly taught well taught in, 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 in African universities, mm -hmm. at least in, in my in Senegal. So we all use uh, Western languages. Yeah. So English for, for, for Anglophone Africa and um, um, Portuguese maybe for those African countries who speak uh, Portuguese and French for Francophone Africa. So we get our independence, but we kept the we kept the, the European languages, yeah. yeah. So if I translate into into uh, into uh, African languages, nobody will read it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but maybe in, uh, back to maybe French. someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, we're going to have to wrap this up. This has been a really fun conversation. Thank you, Usman. Thank you so much.
We've been talking with Assistant Professor of History and Africana Studies, Usman Traore, who studies the history of imperialism and colonialism in Africa. And this, is, this has been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys, for giving me the, this, this very beautiful opportunity to, uh, to share my experience. Thank you Thank so you, much. Thank you, Sman. We're looking forward to both of your books. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. And to all who stuck with us this far, thanks for listening to SageCast, the podcast of Pomona College. Stay safe. And until next time.